What's going on guys? Welcome back to the break room. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out. Today is Sunday, September 13th, and I want to welcome you guys back to another episode of the Pre-Market Roast with your hosts, Sebastian Ruiz and Zachary Cassio. What's going on guys? Super happy to be back with you guys here in the studio, back giving you guys the constant week-to-week stock tips and picks. I'm glad to be back. Zach, how you doing, brother? Doing all right. Last week, uh, uh, we had a little faulty transactions going on, so we had to make sure everything was going well. The brother had a little test. We had to make sure we were getting – it was kind of the first week getting back in school. They kind of slammed us like we weren't really expecting so, so I, we kind of had to make sure our priorities were right. But, um, I mean, I hope you guys still made money without us. I know that with us back, hopefully you guys will make even more money. We got three banger picks coming up for you today. I kind of wish we could have gone over that big commerce stock a little bit earlier from last week since it kind of kept going down since when we called it out. It still doesn't seem to have found a support. It's still hit 80, bounced off like 83. Still looks like it might be on its way down. It might have found support. We don't know just yet. So, I mean, these next three are for sure going to be big dogs. So, And I say we might as well go ahead and get into the three picks. But before we do so, wherever you guys are listening to this, make sure you like it, make sure you share it, uh, get it out there because we want to give you guys as much information into as many of you guys as we can. So we'll go ahead and roll into our first pick of the week, and it's going to be ticker symbol NOK, Nokia. Now, you guys might have heard of these guys before, uh, but they're actually uh, brewing and top competitors here in the 5G market, the ever-expanding 5G, you know, what comes after LTE and 4G, 5G, you know. You guys probably seen those commercials, uh, 25 times faster than 4G, whatever, the, the Verizon commercials. So this is it, uh, the 5G expansion into the world. And uh, right now they've been really holding in a really strong support indicator above uh, above $4. Um, and the positive upside here is that they were much higher than this around the 6s and 7s. But they're actually uh, in into already agreements and advances in the 5G market. Uh, you know, as Nokia is already getting ready to make the switch in 5G in parts of Spain with in conjunction with a Spanish partner. As well as they had a uh, surprising uh, increase in EPS in quarter two. You know, as well as these guys being top competitors in this new technology, uh, the world's just going to have to adapt. So if we can get a great entry point before, uh, you know, they can actually make significant profit off, you know, their 5G technology, then I I believe it's a great entry point here for Nokia, Zach. Yeah, 100%. They were right after a few things came out and all the 5G tech stocks that were coming out with their like Qualcomm and, uh, got a few of the other ones like Intel and the other one that took over for Intel. I forgot the name of it right now, but all of those stocks started coming out with their earnings and all of these tech stocks with 5G were all beating expectations stock after stock. So this stock actually went from trading sideways in a $4 range to bumping all the way up to $5 a share. And it was super stable in in the $5 range as well. And it sold off really recently with the tech stock the all the tech stocks kind of sold off recently especially last week it was a hard week for apple for microsoft for pretty much all the big name companies that are in the nasdaq 100 that were just kind of propelling the rock propelling this stock market rocket ship and recently it has started to mellow down it has yet to drop below four dollars it hit low i think of 406 
still at 410 right now. And I feel like next week, this upcoming week, we're going to see a lot of these stocks pick up momentum again because they already are crazy oversold. I mean, I'm looking on the one year for Nokia right now. It's hit oversold in the last year three times. And all three times it's went oversold on the one year chart. It's bounced back dramatically. So I think that's what we're going to see now as well. I mean, anything below 30 on the RSI is a gimme. This is 25.9 right now on the RSI chart, the relative strength index. So, I mean, if it's showing oversold on the one year, considering every other time it showed oversold on the one year, it's bounced back tremendously. I see like we have, I mean, we already did announce the stock, I'd say a few months back, but I mean, we have to reiterate it now just because we have yet to see it in that oversold period since COVID. So, I mean, since that first COVID low. So, I mean, I'm really expecting this thing to, either start to slowly go up like it did last time we called it out or hit one of those crazy big 40, 50 cent swings in a day or two. So I'm really hoping forward to that. And they are really a top competitor in the 5G market. They're getting contracts left and right. I mean, they're even rolling out their 5G services in all of Spain with Telefonica. So, I mean, that's another huge market for 5G. I mean, they already are there's been hints that the U.S. government's going to want to use Nokia practically exclusively for their 5G services, which have yet to really be ramped up to the next level. So, I mean, this stock really is kind of sitting at $4 a share, still way undervalued. Their quarter two EPS was already better than quarter one. I guarantee quarter three is going to be even better considering they are constantly getting new partnerships and deals across the world, not even in the U.S. alone. Worldwide, they're getting deals. So, I mean, I mean, they secured a deal to provide optical network to a top Chinese utility that was literally on September 3rd. So, I mean, yeah, so Cyclicel Pharmaceuticals, CYCC, it's a uh, biopharmaceutical company dedicated to the development and commercialization of novel mechanism-targeted drugs to treat human cancers and other serious diseases. So, I mean, you guys know the cancer markets in the United States are growing year by year just because more anomalies are happening on the daily and they need better and better drugs to be able to fight against these anomalies. So they came out in actually a journal that was published in the Institute of Cancer Research. They described the discovery of their fadrasicilib drug and how it shows its ability to target CDK2 and CDK9 receptors leading to broad therapeutic potential. And this is the words from the actual president of the Institute of Cancer Research himself saying these exciting new findings revealing Fadrasicilib's chemical structure and describing its relevant anti-cancer properties reflect a highly productive collaboration of ICR with Cyclicel to discover and develop innovative cancer treatments. So, I mean, this new drug that they're coming out with, obviously, just like the rest of these biopharmaceutical companies that deal with cancer research, could be the next big thing that's going to get to the market and be able to block all types of cancer, not just one specific type. Because I mean, these CDK2 and CDK9 receptors are involved with almost every single type of cancer. And just they're, they, they're the receptors that extra cells go into and end up building these cancer cells. So I mean, the reason why we're calling them out is they have not only good news about their drugs, but also they've been on the downtrend for about 20 days almost now and last week they traded they actually finally went oversold on the rsi which is always good and on top of that they were trading sideways in the 320s to 330s range or 320s to 350s range for a whole week 
They bottomed out at 323. I mean, they're literally sitting at 26.4 RSI right now on the one year. Last time they went oversold on the one year, they ran from about low threes all the way to five. So, I mean, it's another overreaction play. It seems like it's sold off a little more than it should have. We saw the start of the uptrend where it almost went to, I think it's a high of 347. And then it's pulled back recently, sitting at 331 right now, which is great because it gives us another great entry point to get in on the stock considering it really, it looks like it did bottom out considering it traded sideways in the 320s to 340, high 340s for a whole week after going down for almost 20 days in a row with intra-week maybe one day upswings of like five, 10 cents, but nothing really starting a real uptrend. But what we're seeing right now on this chart, considering it finally hit oversold on the one year is that it's going to start that uptrend again. I mean, there's still a lot of long-term investors and not only that we're talking five year, 10 year, this is at like the five year low right now that 323 hit last Monday was literally the five year low on the stock. So, I mean, I don't think we're going to get as great of an entry point as we're getting right now. That's why we're stretching it to you guys. It traded sideways for a whole week. That's a really strong sign of support, considering it also is oversold on a one-year RSI. That's another great sign of support. So, I mean, I, I really like the look of this stock, considering they have great things coming out with their drug cancer treatments. They have plenty of cash to last them through 2022, which means we're not looking at an offering anytime soon, which is also great. So, I mean overall it's just looking like a great stock yeah and so i think that'll carry us over into our final pick this week which is going to be ticker o r c l and that's going to be oracle now recently a lot of the headlines if you guys may have seen in the social media space is uh tiktok and more specifically you know president trump banning uh tiktok or requesting it be acquired by an American company via security reasons and other sort of uh, information like that, information security in general uh, for the American people. And so uh, we think we have a, a new highest bidder. Now, a lot of the news uh, has come out that Microsoft was in talks to uh, you know, be ahead of this race and try to acquire TikTok and the amount of future growth and capital that that, you know, that, that platform carries with it. But it now seems that we have a new bidder, and that's going to be Oracle. And it seems like they've uh, nudged TikTok at or Microsoft out of the way. Uh, Oracle offers a comprehensive and fully integrated stack of cloud applications and platform services. So they're an overall kind of um, not not specifically like Facebook acquiring Instagram, which they're both into that sort of space. Oracle's kind of an overall parent company to hold these uh, social media and cloud applications. Um, and, and this deal could bring significant yeah. revenue to, to Oracle just because of the amount of, you know, engagement and users that TikTok can bring in this sort of uh, social media deal. Um, so this could this could easily, I mean, Oracle right now is hanging out in the 50s. Um, Zach, you were telling me that, you know, when Facebook acquired Instagram back in 2012, what, what was the sort of uh, drastic impact that that had in the price? And maybe we could sort of mirror that to maybe have an insight or an idea of what could happen here with Oracle and their price if this acquisition goes through. Yeah, I mean, short term, I mean, think about this, this is back in 2012. And this is when that the nasdaq and the dow jones was nowhere near what it is now considering the price of the dollar kind of just 
depreciates over time. So the numbers go up over time as well. So, I mean, Facebook went from about $30 a share all the way to 60 short term, pretty much doubled just from the acquisition of Instagram alone. So, I mean, right now with, I mean, this, they actually did Oracle won the bidding for TikTok in the US. They already have confirmed the owner of TikTok ByteDance has confirmed that they're going to win, that Oracle is going to win the TikTok bid. So it's not of a matter of if it's going to happen at this point. It's a matter of it is going to happen and what is it going to do to the stock price. And I was hearing before of what would happen to Microsoft's stock price if TikTok were to acquire it. And apparently it would add 40 to $50 a share to a $200 a share already company with multiple billions on billions on billions. And practically, I think they're in the trillions actually in market cap. So to add 50 plus dollars, 30 plus dollars to a stock like that, a stock that's only 56.88 right now. I mean, I guarantee it hit, by the way, Oracle hit a 52 week high of 61.86 literally on Friday. So I have a feeling that pre-market this thing's gonna take off just because the news came out today that Oracle has won the bid for TikTok. It's been all up in the air recently. It's like, who's gonna buy TikTok? Who's gonna buy TikTok? I mean, there were, it was a thing about Microsoft was going to get it. And then Walmart was maybe going to come in and grab them. And then both times that Microsoft was the top bidder, their price went up just in anticipation alone, almost hit 230. Walmart, their price went up as well, just because of the potential that they were getting it. And Oracle was kind of on the bottom. It was like the underdog and now they're the top dog. So, I mean, we're going to see what happens to the stock price considering TikTok has pretty much become overwhelmingly the most popular social media networking site for or networking app for all kids and millennials. I mean, everyone's pretty much using it now. It's boomed, especially over quarantine. So, I mean, it's going to be crazy to see what this does to a stock like Oracle, which really hasn't had the, the limelight like Microsoft and Walmart previously. Exactly. And we can expect a lot of great things this week after some tough dry spells. Um, prior last week uh, we can expect I, we hope to expect good things this week and hopefully a green week that lies ahead um, so expect a yeah. uh, full schedule back to normal uh, Sunday and Wednesday uploads and uh, keep checking in every single week we're going to be coming back to you guys with uh, stock picks and updating you guys with the bonus stock on Wednesday again I want to thank you guys so much for checking in the break room now go clock back in and we'll catch you guys on the next episode peace Oh, I was going to say one more thing. That's why I was going oh, like this. Yeah, I was saying that fucking we should have talked about how although the fucking market went down like the last two weeks, the fact that the job numbers continue to go up means that the market or that the economy in general really is rebounding, which is always a good sign yeah, for the market, but yeah. it is what it is. Still, It was All still right. a good podcast.